You are listening to Two Heels and a Face Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where we believe wrestling is a buffet and there's something there for everyone. Make sure you're following us on all social media, such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, under Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels and a Face. Make sure you check out our website, twoheelsandaface.com. <laughs> era, era, two heels and a face. <laughs> Who is that clap for? For you, Charlie. For me. Thanks for listening to this episode serve. of Two Heels and Face Wrestling Podcast. We're restarting. My computer just pooped. take two. Take two. We had uh, we had like eight minutes of solid banter. We were filling time there, and then all of a sudden it just shit itself. Uh, thanks for listening today. We're going to squeeze out some catch up. So to speak, catch up on freelance wrestling. Um, Chris, how you been, man? Doing good. Uh, we are back. Like I said, take two. And, and it gave me a chance to go get a little bit of whiskey. There you go. So I'm not you, empty handed. I was empty handed earlier, but, you know, you were dry. You were dry. Yeah. The, the last take. We just had eight minutes of solid banter. What do we talk about? I went to Star Wars Burlesque. We talked about that. Uh, you, you said it was good. You enjoyed it. It was. I did enjoy it. I, I supported the people that have ostracized freelance wrestling. Although one could argue they've been thriving in these new locales, except for the fact that one they basically got got by the skin of their teeth because one of the locations got shut down. But Emporium shows have been fun. Um, You've been attending to those. You talked about the show being near near your place, right? Yeah, Avondale Music Hall. It is like Margaret and I basically ran home from there in a rainstorm, but it was only like three or four blocks that we had to sprint. And uh, I could not be more fortunate to see some high-quality wrestling. So I'm just a very uh, lucky person, I guess. You are. talked about, you know, and I'll acknowledge my hiatus from – from the wrestling scene, I haven't been to a show in a good minute, so I'm I'm well overdue. Um, but you've been holding it down. You've been repping, so appreciate yeah. that. You held it down last week with uh or two weeks ago with a uh, with an episode. Um, with is it Enzio? Ezio. Ezio. Yeah. Orlandi? It's almost like there should be a T in there, but there isn't. Like Ezio. Ezio. There is. A Doesn't that song. recall for an extra C in there? Right. To make the T sound or not? I, I don't know. But Am I, Oh, is that it? Is that how that works? Two Zs equals a T? I, I think so. Okay. Maybe I'm saying it wrong then. He said I said pronounce it right. That's what right, he said. Right, right. I, I, I heard you pronounce it. Uh, he <laughs> said it too. So uh, for sure, I'm, I'm, you know, I could be wrong. But um, I mean, I enjoyed the, the interview. Um, it was it was go- it was good because we talked to him briefly at a couple of shows um, and you referenced one of the um, the distillery shows with Freelance Underground, so that's where I actually got to meet him, um, and, yes. and it was good to to learn more about his character and how he's growing it, um, the whole alpha thing that he has going on. Um, yeah. So I'm done with it, man. I, I want to see. He he seems like he's he's hungry. He wants more opportunities. So hopefully he gets that. Hungry more ways than one. He's consuming yeah. calories. Um, he's consuming opportunities. Can I also say that uh, I think you were, you you said this before uh, in a previous episode, but I, Old Country Buffet, when you kept saying OCB, 
I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> did I not say what that meant? Eve- yeah, eventually you, you, you okay. did say. I'm like, oh, no shit. Okay. But yeah. Yeah. The old country bastard, basically. <laughs> no, not the ODB, the OCB. That, that, was, that was definitely the buffet I grew up with, so. I know. The OGs. We got to teach these youngins. We're like, I feel like everyone we talk to now, not, not, by the way, James is from freelance is supposed to be joining us at any moment. He's not late. We, we screwed up. He'll join shortly. He joined shortly. We started late and then my computer died. If my computer dies on me again or gives me the blue screen of death, I feel like, I feel like it's a sign that it's just not meant to be tonight. So hopefully that doesn't happen. (laughs) Like, all right well if you hear this episode it was meant to be i'll put it that way <laughs> he's gonna join us at any moment but until then we're 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 catching up we're filling we're filling airtime um i went on a whole rant about seltzers and now all i gotta do all i want to do i don't have to do the rant again all i want to say mm-hmm. is the long drink or long drink just go try them it's like a gin seltzer mix because you know everyone's into the half and halves now yeah um so and you have your whiskey what kind of whiskey is that uh this is an angel's envy actually just finished the bottle wow you lush um it's i i've really been in a uh whiskey kick for for quite some time just trying different whiskeys um and but we were talking about beer when it comes down to beer I, the go-to for me is still Modelo, even though Modelo has tried and, and released different, like, spicy flavors. I don't know if you've tried any of those. No, I haven't. Uh, mango. Uh, the mango one is still, you know, my favorite, but there's, like, a watermelon. There's a lime, oh, pineapple. So they're really experimenting and really targeting that, that you know, Hispanic market. Um, as kids growing up, you'll get, you know, from the ice cream man, you know, down the street. He will sell you uh, pineapple with 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 chili, um, yeah. and now you have that in a can. So, okay, you know, the, the, those those are options. But you know, my my go to is just basic regular Modelo, uh, maybe some lime, maybe some salt once in a while. But out of the can, nothing is needed. Just you know, maybe some wrestling. That's that's what I'm missing. Yeah, that's what you, that's the ingredient you're missing. I think it's the most. It might be the most consumed beer. In the U.S., is it or is it like I feel like that's, it used to be that's Bud Light, that came yeah after the whole Bud Light thing, like um, the whole Bud Light thing yeah with uh, like Modelo like, became the top yeah Modelo became the top we won't get into that but yeah obviously people freaked out for no reason but I still would drink Bud Light yep. and uh, but I think Modelo overtook after that happened uh, so shout out to Modelo I mean we we put yeah, it over first Modelo, that's all I gotta say for sure yeah that's true yeah I mean the Berwyn Eagles Club ran out of modelos many on nights because of us so that's true we have phys- we have physical evidence <laughs> of that physical evidence of crushing literally crushing the cans crushing modelos very proud of that uh but yeah the ingredient that you're missing right freelance yeah so Wrestling. we're gonna jump around a little bit while we kind of wait for james maybe but um mm-hmm. i did see a post where craig mitchell had a cardboard cutout of margaret <laughs> Like yes. a, a big Margaret head, yeah. Uh, he, he he took care of her. He, he handled <laughs> her very gently. Let's just say okay. that. Um. So how did that start? That start. So 
Um, during the during the pandemic, uh, this is not like we're not going to make this up. We're not referencing it just because to reference it, but like that's part of the story. So mm-hmm. um, we couldn't like Margaret had a birthday during the pandemic. We could no one could really see each other. Someone dropped off a fat head of her. Okay. As like a joke or like a birthday present, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, in case you're you're not familiar, in case you know, we talked about was this a, the the take two or take one? We talked about how old we were compared to some of the people we interview, Etsy or Landy being a lot younger than us. Um he so some people might not know what a fat head is, but a fat head is a large blow up of it started with like it started with like large blow-ups of like sports players. Yeah, you'd stick them to your wall. I had like a Devin Hester fat head, or I think that you'd stick to stick to the wall, and they were like large like decals, the decals, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. But this one was like cardboard, Uh, but it was her face in a wig, blown up. So that that wig, I think that photo for reference, (laughs) Margaret is Charlie's wife. Margaret is my wife. Thank you for that context. But I think that photo was of her. In there was okay when you go to when you hang out in Boys Town and we hang out with some people that we know from Boys Town. Okay, a lot of crazy shit happens. The yeah the the speaking like as politically correct as I can, the gays party hard. They really do. Like the gay people, I, I know can't part, keep up. I I, I party did. very hard. Yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, it was one of those nights in Boys Town. I think I had an, I had like met up later, but Margaret was wearing this wig. Because at certain bars, people dress up, etc. Um, and uh, so there's a picture of her in this wig. It got blown up, sent to her as a birthday present. And because of all the feuding, which we'll ask James about when he gets mm-hmm. here, all the feuding that like Craig Mitchell and uh, Shane Mercer have been doing, it's gotten to the it's gotten to the point with them where they're a fans bring the weapons matches the only way to really settle that. I think it's settled now, unfortunately. Like, unfortunately, spoiler alert, Shane Mercer, I believe, and James ended up going over. But um, we were looking around. We we had that fathead in our place for years. The, the match gets announced, and I'm like, holy shit, like, we should use it as an opportunity to get rid of this <laughs> fathead that we've had in our place for years. And I, t- I tweeted a picture of it to Craig. And I'm like, hey, is this considered a weapon? Like, let me know. I want to bring it, et cetera. Um, he's like, put some thumbtacks in it. And I'll try to <laughs> slam Mercer through it. So I was like, deal. So we put I put thumbtack. It's hard to see in the video. I had I put a video on our, on our Instagram story of it. Spoiler, it gets torn up. Ripped to shreds. This, thing, okay. <laughs> this fat hat. Shane Mercer. Shane Mercer can lift bleachers, he can lift humans, and he can rip cardboard. Um, he's that strong. So this thing got absolutely torn up by Shane Mercer, but we try to make it in a weapon. We put thumbtacks through the eyes. You can't really see that, like, um, but there were thumbtacks like through her teeth, and there was thumbtacks like sticking out of her chin. So we okay. try. <laughs> so I feel like you could have you could have maybe put it between two chairs. And it would have been it's a formidable cardboard tack table. Okay. Okay. You could, have, you could have done a couple things with it. I mean, in this match, there was like a a 
baseball. It wasn't a. It was a baseball. It was like a. It was like a dog toy almost, but in the shape of a baseball bat. So it was like kind of that chewy plastic. Okay. But this thing was filled with tacks sticking out of it. Um, there was there was like so many things with tacks in this fucking giant bags of tacks were just dumped out onto the ground. Uh, Margaret's face had tacks in it, and it was funny too because we did it when we got there. This is the last show. Freelance, uh, take this to the ring. Okay. Um, when we got there. I'm, I walk in with this fat head. This thing's fucking huge. And I'm like talking. I'm talking to Perch. I'm talking to Trevor Outlaw. I'm like, yo, where are all the weapons? Like, where do I put the weapons? Um, and Trevor's like, uh, uh, where did I think Trevor was like, yeah, you know, there's a bunch of shit back there. Like, just, I don't know, give it to someone and they'll put it like put it backstage in like the pile of stuff, you know, they'll put it mm-hmm. backstage. And then I was like, okay, I, I trust Trevor's opinion, but I'm still like not sure. Like I want to make oh, sure well, this that's thing... debatable, but all right, Charlie, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you go ahead and say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was a good response. And I'm like, I just want to make sure this thing gets there, gets to the ring. And then Perch is like, speaking of Trevor and Perch, there something happened with them as well. Um, Tr- Perch is like, yeah, no, 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 I'll, I'll take it, I'll take it. Let me take it back. Like Perch is good just guy, like, Perch, good guy, Perch, exactly. I'll take it back there. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure it gets put with like all the other stuff. So when the match comes, I am seeing, I'm seeing like the opposite corner of the locker room, the opposite corner of the locker room. There was like people who like a ring crew was over there. Okay. So like students and just people who have out the ring, etc. They start like taking shit from that corner, which is the opposite corner of the locker room. So they start just pulling out all this shit. There was a there was a picture of the Last Supper. Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus's Last Supper before he was crucified. There was a photo of it that made it long photo. This thing like could have been hung in a museum. It was so fucking. <laughs> um, there's a bunch. Like I said, everything with tacks, doors, chairs. It's all getting like pulled out of this corner. Meanwhile, Fathead Margaret. I'm going to call it, call it that <laughs> Margaret is in the locker room. And, and that's the opposite end of where all this stuff is getting pulled out. And I'm like, damn it. It's like, Margaret, we fucked up. We fucked up. We didn't get it to the ring. It's not going to be used. And I'm like, I just wanted some sort of like stupid memory with this thing. Honestly, mm-hmm. I just wanted to see it be used. Lo and behold, Craig Mitchell comes out second. He comes out with holding Fat Ed Margaret <laughs> in his hands. Um, and then it didn't really get used as a weapon. It really just sat like in the corner uh, near one of the turnbuckles. And it was blocking the view of like people in the front row. Oh, wow. Because it was so big. They're like, they were shouting at the They're like, hey, can you move it? Can you move the. You like use this and move it, and they're like, and Margaret and I are just like standing right behind them. We're just like crying, we're laughing so hard, and then Shane Mercer ripped it up. So that was that story. Well, I mean, it got used, and because uh, normally, what I remember, whenever I've been to uh, fans bring the weapons match, um, like the fans hold on to the weapon, and then they'll, they'll like the wrestlers will go around and start picking stuff from from the fans. Or the fans yeah. just kind of throw it in the ring and then whatever happens, happens. Um, you, you know what? You're right. I mm-hmm. uh, 
I didn't think about that though. I just wanted to, I wanted to stop holding the giant cardboard hat <laughs> so I could start drinking. And it would have been great if Margaret would have worn that same wig, you know? It would have been great. I don't know where that thing belongs to a bar in Boystown mm. or North Halston, whatever you want to call it. But that thing belongs, that thing is probably, actually, that thing's probably been burned at the stake by now because that yeah. was years ago and that thing's probably filthy. Um, but yeah, that is. That's what happened. So that was a fun match to watch. Good stuff. But um, I mean, do, do we want to get into uh, some freelance talk? I mean, I don't want to put Jeeves in the spot, but as far as I know. Yeah, I mean, we can. We started a little off schedule here, but we'll we'll make it, you know, make it worth it for the listeners. And if James jumps in, that'll be great. He'll give us his perspective. Um. Before we move on to uh, freelance, um, I was um, in Kansas City a couple of weeks ago, if not two weeks ago or so. Interesting. I just booked a uh, a trip there to watch the Bears lose, but uh, oh, continue. Interesting. Well, two things out of that, right? So I learned that Kansas City is being uh, branded as the soccer capital of America. So that was interesting. Uh, they're a they're, they're World Cup city, so they're getting a World Cup game or two. Um, I'm apparently the, uh, well, they're just branding it as the, um, Kansas city being the soccer capital of, of America. That's what okay. they're going with. Um, okay. they're developing, uh, like an all women stadium. Like they're the first like city okay, to dedicate cool. a stadium for women's soccer. Which oh, is that's cool. cool. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, in, in my couple of days that I was out there, I was able to catch up with our good friend, uh, Mabba calling from Zella Pro. Yeah, tell me how that went. Um, it was good. We we just had, we we had lunch. I mean, I had a a couple free hours, and uh, you know, just reached out to him and said, "Hey, I'm I'm in your city. You know, if if you're down, like, let's grab some some food." And uh, we cut up. Uh, you know, Zello still is not completely gone, right? Like it's the, there's still Zello things that could potentially happen. It's just that the stars have to line up. Um. But it was it was good catching up with him. He's he's doing good. He's doing well for himself for sure. And um, I mean, we talked a little bit of, of wrestling. His kids are into wrestling still, so that's sweet. It's not you know he's not far from from reaching back and and, and bringing Zello back to hopefully another show in the new future. That's cool. So what were you doing there initially? Was it for work? Uh, for work, yeah. Uh, okay. We were opening new offices out there. So big time. Yeah, had to, you guys you know, get to 100%. Eat? Uh, we ate, so Kansas City's famous for the barbecue, right? And, he, and I asked him, like, what do you, what should we eat uh, based on the location? I was in the downtown area. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I don't want to overload you with barbecue if you're going to be eating barbecue every single day. Uh, but I said, hey, don't you worry about that, right? Let, let me deal with that issue. Um, like, you just suggest a place. And, yeah, we had a good barbecue, man. Like, I, I think, actually, he was the only person that took me out for barbecue. Um Everybody else was different stuff. Uh, good food all around, but um, I, I really like the city. You know, it's it's pretty cool. So we'll That's definitely, awesome. um, yeah, definitely. I'll, I'll be, you know, even if it's not for work, I, I wouldn't even mind, you know, taking a quick trip out there uh, with the family, especially if they're having more soccer. Why not? Yeah. That's, uh, I did want to talk to you about, so I got a text from James just now. It says, having issues. It's just a bad, it's a bad technical day for all of us, honestly. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
He said iPad won't log into Twitter. Oh. That's, where we, that's where we sent the link to join. But I, then I asked him what his email was. So maybe we can just forward his. Do you know his email? Obviously, don't say it on air unless you want people to know that. But um, you could forward him the email. Yeah. With the link. Um, that's that's interesting. It, so what is like the thing holding it back? Is it just time, money? The not to like. Yeah, no, I think it's it's just personal, but like, yeah, no, I think it's really just, you know, the things have to make sense. The the timing has to be right. Okay. Um, He doesn't want to put on a show just for the sake of putting a show. Okay. Right. He wants to be, wants it to be meaningful. And, and, and I think that was, you know, like when we talk about being different, um, just from his branding standpoint, like the the brand stands out, uh, it's different than, than anything that we would normally see here in Chicago. And, and I think he wants, yeah, it's greener. I saw that you were trying to get that green word in there with a, um, in the board association there, but yeah, he was yeah, not yeah. budging. Um, but yeah, just you know, things have to make sense and uh, and for it to be meaningful and for him to kind of feel like, you know, he's he's putting some value into the the wrestling community. So I think that's important. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, that's cool. The soccer stuff. I've been uh, getting really into soccer. Um, how about Messi? Messi is tearing it up, uh, flipping the MLS on its head. I think <laughs> he's just, he is he's literally playing FIFA on easy mode right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then um, you know, there's a whole other like group of guys that are going to get signed, you know, or potentially know. being signed. Don't so, they have already two? The, well, the Busquets has been there. I've been like Al. Alba, right? He was he played for Alba, Spain. Yeah, Jordi Alba. Right? They played. They all played together in Barcelona. You know. Oh yeah, exactly. So like pretty much they they're trying to bring back the squad. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully it happens. I think it would be interesting, but also, um, I mean, hey, the MLS has to step it up. Like let's see some 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 talent, you know, grow from that. Yeah. So, no, I'm for the MLS getting better. I'm not for like I'm not. We're not going to go into soccer tangent. We're going to get back to wrestling. But I'm not for like everyone. Everyone just has to understand what the MLS is. Yes, we want it to grow, and yes, we want it to get better. If like you like soccer, but, but like, I think this is a pivotal point where you switch from like that um, narrative of the MLS is like where this is where players come to retire. Where if players step up here, like now it could be also a launching pad, right? Like you could, it could be the indie circuit, quote unquote, you know, for for soccer because it's not sure. a huge league. But there's a lot of talent that can come out of there. Sure. I get that. I I hate the people that want. I still think you like the people that are starting for the USA national team are should be playing and are playing in Europe. And like there is a contingency out there that's like, well, maybe this guy should go to MLS if he's not like it in a Europe spot. I'm like, no, I honestly think like playing in the French league, playing in. Like there's like I just think playing in Europe will make you better because it's just a higher quality level of soccer. So like if that isn't an option, sure. Like the I, I go to the MLS and the MLS can grow, yes. But like I think that's where you sharpen the iron gets the sharpest. Yeah. So like no, that, that's where you should go play. Um yeah. So that's a whole that's a whole USA team USA thing. But wrestling, wrestling. Uh, well, wrestling, we have uh James is is here. Okay. Oh, he He's, made it. He made it. Look, look at him. Look at there him. There he is. There. Why is he recording us? Why is he texting us? 
happened, James? James, can you hear us? Oh, James, I can hear you. James said soccer Perfect. six. Soccer six. Yeah, you know, autocorrect is a bitch. So. <laughs> <laughs> soccer sucks. Well, oh, that's not very nice. Here we are. James, James. You know, oh, I want to have a good episode, and the first thing out of your mouth is negative. Oh, well, we're about to have another visitor, so maybe. We'll see. The cat? Yep. All right, as long as he doesn't turn off the iPad. No, don't worry. The iPad can't turn off. I have a fancy iPad. Oh, Oh, you upgraded from last time. Remember we, like, couldn't hear you? Oh, when you guys were having technical difficulties (laughs) and everything was perfectly fine? Yeah, I remember that. No. Pay no mind to my little ass fan. There we go. Uh, James, uh, I supported the company that displaced freelance all summer. I supported Star Wars Burlesque. Have you have you seen that? Any of that? No, <laughs> I have no desire to see it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you at one point, uh, this might be a spoiler, but this is the last month for, for someone listening. But at one point, R2-D2 starts making it rain on, on Princess Leia. As Princess Leia is backing that up, R2-D2 is just spinning and shooting out dollar bills. Is it Slave Leia? Uh, no, it's uh, Help Me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. Oh, okay. So this is like right in the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Okay. We kind of jumped around the timelines. There was a little Return of the Jedi. You, if you're a nerd, don't like focus too much on the storyline. There isn't one. Um, but just ad- admire respectfully, respectfully admire the physicality of these performers and uh, sure. their bodies. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead, Chris. I, I was going to ask, uh, just kind of moving away from that, you know. From MLS? Uh, or the LSA. We were filling time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, just want to ask real quick. Uh, Funko Pop update. Are you still buying, collecting? I know you were selling. <laughs> are you running on Selling? Well, th- didn't you? Oh, no, you bought. You, you bought the That's Daniel Bryan. Oh, I do. That's oh, yeah. the one that I wrote. Yeah, I was like. Okay. $75 for Daniel Bryan. That's worth 470 I think that's a win. <laughs> that that is that's a, win. a fucking win. Jesus. Yeah. Well, hey, shout out to Kokomo Toys and Collectibles for pricing it incorrectly. I appreciate it. <laughs> on the site, they priced it on this like a site incorrectly. No, uh, <laughs> myself and uh, Trevor Outlaw took a trip to Kokomo, Indiana, to go to the store, mm. and I happened to get the two pops. Out, well, one pop I was definitely looking for, and another one. That, that I don't have any of the Dan O'Briens. So when it, I saw 75, I pulled out my phone and I was like, okay, well, hmm, there's two that look the exact same. One's worth 80, one's worth 470. Either way, I want it. I don't have one. I'm going to buy it. If it's worth 80, no big deal. I was buying it anyway, but mm-hmm. if it's worth 470, hell yeah. And it was the 470 one. Shit. That's yeah. I I don't have a Daniel Bryan, but that's the reason why. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was this like a stock boys mistake or who 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 priced this? I, it, you know what? This place first off, this place is absolutely amazing. I love okay. it, it's a it's a once a year trip for me, or usually in the summer since I have so much time off, and I usually go around my birthday. Um, and it's just it, it's either he's they. Looked at it and it looked like I said, it looks the same. The only difference is a sticker. Mm-hmm. One sticker. This one doesn't have a sticker, 
and the other one that's worth 80 has a sticker on it. This one does not. And this one was the one that was worth 470. But I love the store. It was an, it clearly was an accident. Um, yeah. There was some, a couple other ones that Trevor found other, other collectibles that Trevor was looking at that he's like, he's like, this one's worth way more than what it's stickered for. I'm like, so get it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, congrats to you. I coined this one. Let me show you real quick. Yeah. Go for it. There's a, there's a couple of congrats in order. We'll get to that as well. Some other things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I seen that one. Uh, the blue Heisenberg is one the that I've just blue been Heisenberg. scoping out. Yeah, I've been scoping it off for a long time. And I, I I definitely stopped buying Funkos. Like I didn't. <laughs> I, I did. Sadly. Um, but once I, I saw not. this one, I just could not say no for the second time that I saw it on the shelf. So Yeah, no, I just uh I got the new set that came out of the WWE ones. I just picked up the new Gabriel Iglesias one. And <laughs> the Hulk Hogan and Mr. T like WrestleMania cover. Mm, uh huh. Yeah. The two Brother. of those. I picked those up. Nice. That's I, cool. I, I got the Chase Ted DiBiase Diamond Series one. That That's the other one I oh. found in Kokomo. He's in the green suit, which he mm -hmm. didn't wear very often. So I definitely want that. I'm a huge Ted DiBiase fan. So had to get that. Had to. You've been being a, a little villain yourself recently. Um, congrats. Never. On Congrats Never. on Shane uh, winning gold. Yeah. Shane deserved it. Um, mm -hmm. Shane definitely has been a team player through thick and thin, through everything since the day one we started booking him. Uh, so when it was time to select a new champion, it, it was obvious that it was Shane Mercer. So kudos yeah. to Shane. Shane puts in a lot of work. He's he's a team like I said he's a team player which was a, a major major upgrade from some something else and okay um, yeah he deserves it so let's see how this goes now and I think real I mean like I'm not that like depending on what kind of wrestling fan you are but like you look at Shane Mercer it's like oh yeah that's someone who could topple Calvin Tankman right he kind of fits, right. fits that mold of like believability uh and uh your bias how has it been working with him so closely awesome yeah like i said he's a team player okay. um he he doesn't fight really he doesn't fight back on any idea he doesn't complain about what matches he's having he doesn't he doesn't he just says okay and then he makes with what he's given and he's been given solid opponents and i mean craig's the man so yeah. Um, yeah. He hasn't really. He's he's not a problem whatsoever. I I've never had a problem with, uh, with Shane. So it, it's been great working with him. Um, he includes me. He he doesn't put himself first. Yeah. Uh, it, it's all about the match, and he he's he's kind of changing up his style too because everyone okay. just expects him to just do you know. All right, throw this person, throw that person, throw this person, throw, throw that person. And, With the bleacher. Right. And he wrestled Cole at Emporium, and he was putting Cole in arm bars and hammer locks and all this other stuff. Even yeah. Cole, Cole was like, okay, this is different because he just, you know, we all just assumed, okay, he's going to throw Cole around. And no, he, he wants to, he's like, everyone expects this of me. He's like, I want to wrestle. I want to tell stories. I was like, oh, shit, okay. 
you just became even a bigger, bigger team player than I had expected you to be in the first place. That's cool. No, I've that you guys have been, um, you guys have been yelling at me a lot, uh, especially you. You've been yelling at me a lot, but uh, in in doing so, definitely your I think your presence has been one hundred percent felt this summer. Uh, I'm, I'm yelling at you because I never know the next time I'm going to see you. <laughs> so, okay. so now imagine when Chris shows up. Oh, man, oh, is he going to get shit. it? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Someone else at least is catching some flack here. I've been, wait, wait till Chris shows up. He's never going to hear the end of it. Yeah, that's going to be a cold day in hell. And that happens. Chris, do you have a... Uh, no, I mean, I got to take it. You know, like it, it's... <laughs> Like I, well, we were talking about this, the the, the hiatus of, of of Chris with with wrestling, but that has to change. It will change, and you know I'll be there. I'll I'll take the heat for a little bit. You know, we'll, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably see you on a Thursday night before I on a Thursday night in Crestwood before I see you downtown, right? Probably, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, in in fairness to Chris, that's very close to his home and Avondale Music Hall. Oh, yeah. Elodale Music Hall is like three blocks blocks from my place. Do you know that? How cool oh, that is? well, now I do. <laughs> I didn't know that before. <laughs> you could literally it's, wanted it's, to come over and have a drink before or after you literally. Come I'm just gonna if I can't find parking right in front of Avondale, I'm just gonna park over by you. But seriously, seriously, if you, I have guest passes. If you seriously need to do that, text me. And all honesty. well, that that is definitely good to know because yeah. I got. I mean that. I got lucky. I was the first spot right in front of Avondale this, at, for our first show there. So it was easy. And I have all my stuff in my car. So, and I mean, you were there. You saw the rain. <laughs> so Dude, having my car uh, in close proximity was perfect. I ran home in that shit. Oh, by the way, how about the speaker? Is that everything okay? Oh, you mean I, I mean the the smoking speaker? The speaker because... was on fire right behind my eye. The speaker started smoking, Chris. Like during, yeah. was that there, like right before the was, main event, uh, the the sound engineer who works there, uh, all they had to do was set the levels for me. They didn't have to touch any. After they set it and got me to the perfect level of sound, they didn't have to touch the microphones. They didn't have to touch the sound at all whatsoever. Okay. Yet for some reason during the main event, all of a sudden everyone's music is go- is, is like louder than it was supposed to be yeah and he the sound engineer cranks it mm. up for storm and i'm like oh my god this is i'm i'm thinking this is unbelievably loud there was no reason for this and i'm watching the sound engineer because i'm on the stage and he's like all, directly across from me for the most part okay and he's just rocking out to Storm's song and i just <laughs> and i'm like okay and i just happen to look up and I'm like, oh, is there a smoke machine? I didn't know if there was a smoke machine in here. And then I'm like, oh, no. shit. The speaker is catching on fire. This yeah. asshole overloaded the speaker. Now, earlier in the show, we lost the mics. And I was like, yeah, there okay. was mic problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this asshole comes over to me and goes, well, first question I have for you. Did you touch anything? No, wow. I didn't touch anything. Wow. It's. Wow. It, the the wireless receiver sitting right there. Why would I touch the wireless receiver? No, you know what he did? He touched it and turned the mics down and didn't realize he did it because he was too busy rocking out to people's theme songs. <laughs> now, Charlie, I don't know if you saw when Original Sins and Bang Bros came out. 
the sound got really loud and this guy was going crazy over at the at the board was that i mean the crowd the bang bros the crowd gets very hyped for that there's yes song. so i'm yes. sure he was in that mix then oh he was and then whoop that trick came on and he <laughs> lost his mind <laughs> So yeah, no wonder why all of a sudden I'm like, man, something smells like it's burning. And then it's the speaker right, you know, to the left of my head. So, so yeah. And they're like, it was like, I had to like move my chair up. I was sitting like in that last row. It was mm-hmm. like, I thought it, I thought it was going to fall and basically destroy me and set me on fire. So that was fun. Yeah. And, and yeah. the guy, I mean, the guy apologized profusely, but I mean, at that point, uh, we lost all the sound after the main event was over and Paul London was trying to talk to the crowd and, you know, yeah. nobody could hear him. we couldn't hear him. You're not going to pick him up on, you know, we didn't record that part either. Cause what was the point? You can't hear anything he's saying anyway. Yeah. So. There was, it was a technical nightmare at some of the points, but like the show overall, I thought was still really, really good. And it well, has some you. stuff I can talk about. Um, how yeah, was, like, we could talk about everything on it. I, how was, like, I this... was thoroughly impressed with how good the show was, considering. Yes, yes. Uh, before we talk about like specifics of the show, because I made like a list of like I thought ten points that kind of stood out. But the the um, how has like the summer been as far as like kind of being displaced? Has it been hectic or chaotic or like you've yeah. seen the fine stuff? Still places to go, you know. Yeah, we we we're blessed when it comes to venues and just people wanting us there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been, it's been difficult. It's been more difficult. I mean, LSA is, is, was home. And, yeah. you know, when Jabba the Hutt's on the stage instead of me. <laughs> Drunk Jabba uh, the Hutt. Yeah. yeah, he looks high as hell. He looks I high. Saw, yeah. I saw like, I saw like the clips of it. Yeah. And, he looks um, weird. You know, Irving Hall, it was like yeah. a miniature version of LSA. Not as it, it was that it was bigger, but not as big where the ring was. Without you know, a license. Have, and to that I'm not having a you know, a performance license right. and then getting it shut down and we felt awful for AAW. I mean, that was terrible. Yeah. That, I, I would never wish that on anybody, no matter no matter what. And, mm-hmm. you know, having to s- scramble and find another venue. But luckily, the people from the patio were coming to our shows. And the owner of the patio owns the patio, Portage Theater, and Avondale Music Hall. So mm-hmm. it was it was an easy transition. And if you, I don't know if you remember, in 2021, coming out of the pandemic, uh, Nick wanted to move freelance to Avondale Music Hall. Oh. And the dates were dates were set there, and then all of a sudden, something the person that was getting him into Avondale disappeared, and then the phones disconnected at Avondale, and we can't get a hold of anybody. So we went back to Logan Square. I mean, which was the smart move at that point, anyway, because yeah. Freelance was growing. But here we are, two years after the fact, and we're at Avondale Musical. I, I, I thought that place was was that place like shut down or closed for a couple of years? It may have been. Yeah. Uh I'm not hundred percent certain. Okay. But I mean I think it went through. 
excuse me, it went through uh, ownership change, maybe. I'm not 100% certain. Because I've lived here since 2018, and every time I walked by there, even at night, dog a, a billion dog walks, two walk dog walks a day, I had never seen, like, any activity until, like, maybe a couple months before, I think, Freelance, you guys ran there. There was, like, mm-hmm. a line out of the door for something else, and I was like, I didn't know this was a thing, and then you booked it, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. I'm very blessed and fortunate where I live, so. Because <laughs> I can walk there. <laughs> and, the- and, I mean, the other good part about having the other yeah. call, it's – it's a literal middle midway point between Irving Hall and Logan Square Auditorium. Yeah, mm, so exactly. and, and it has a little bit more access to public transportation than Irving Hall did, where you needed to basically drive to Irving Hall. This one you could walk to it from the train. I think Good. if I remember, I was trying to look things up. It was or like a ten. Take the train, get on a bus. Yeah, yeah. So, so what is it? What does it look like going forward? Um, mm-hmm. Does freelance go back to the LSA? Do you, are you guys still like venturing out? It's still not clear. Well, I mean, What's up? I don't know what the future holds for Logan Square Auditorium. Um, we get bits and pieces of information about possible plans for Logan Square and how, you know, it might not be what it was before they moved in there because mm-hmm. uh, they took down everything. And I mean, if you've gone to it, you know, they took down this, all the speakers. They took down, I think a lot of the lighting, they took down a lot of stuff. It looked, it looked uh, intri- like it almost like they built the stage farther out and mm-hmm. then they put up a cur a large curtain. I went to the ceiling and then they built. So yeah, that was a little different, but yeah, uh it looked very different when i went in there a little bit so mm-hmm. so i mean uh, that definitely has a lot to play into what move we make mm-hmm. with it moving or in leaving the city of chicago it all de- it, a lot of that depends on avondale too we had a blast at avondale it looked awesome on camera um lots of free parking on milwaukee um I think there was even some free parking around the corner. So we want to build a relationship with them because, hey, you know, Portage Theater, they got patio theater. Patio theater for the winter is good, but during the summer it's got no AC, so that's not going to happen. But but it holds more people. Uh, LSA, we've packed it to the point where we can't pack another body in the building mm-hmm. safely. Yeah. So – this this working relationship that we have at Avondale Leaders a Call might lead to something bigger, something better. And we don't want to necessarily ruin it just because Logan Square Auditorium is a safe place to go. So a lot of okay. it depends on Avondale Music Hall and their availability. They, we gave them the rest of the dates for the year. And we're going to see what happens. Um, our next show is at Emporium. Thank God we have that buffer in between to make things work out. They have been very helpful, uh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens as far as Logan Square come the remainder of the year. Um, obviously, we take into consideration our season ticket holders as well. Right. And, you know, we, we, want to, we want to accommodate them as much as we possibly can. Um, you know, we did, we did tell everybody it was going to be Irving Hall. So that didn't pan out. 
and we told him Logan Squire tore him. So we're taking that into consideration as well. You yeah. Know, any of our season ticket, not, not good part is none of the season ticket holders have said a word about the venue changes. So we'll see what happens. Cool. Talent wise. I feel like this is, it's just been an interesting summer, right? Because like, there's been so many different venues and, and I'm following you around in different places and things like that. Talent wise, there's been a couple people that have stuck out to me, but who stuck out, who's having like a really good summer for freelance, would you say? Like who sticks out to you? Oh man. Um, Coda Hernandez. Yeah. That was, he was on my list. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Coda's sticking out. I mean, Bang and Matthews always are sticking out. <laughs> Chris, you saw that right on Twitter. I, I, I realized I made the mistake after I said it the first time. Um, Bang and Matthews are sticking out for sure. Uh, Shane and Craig sticking out for sure. Yeah. Um, man, who else? I'm I'm really intrigued by you know the the Trevor and Perch thing that's going on right now. It is interesting. It is different. It is different. I'll give you give you credit for that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as like. Man, I, I mean, Storms rise. Storms putting on. It, Storms a champ, and he's putting on solid matches left and right. Brian Keith, obviously. Dude, <laughs> Brian Keith. Yeah. Okay. So you hit everyone that I kind of wanted to touch on, honestly. Um, Brian, I don't know. Uh, it was like New Texas Pro released a list of like I think he's having like the same kind of title run that he's having with Freelance. Mm-hmm. And they just released a list of like, it was like 20 names. So he's just been, and he's kind of honestly been doing the same here. And it is, he's like an iron man. He's an iron horse. He's a workhorse, whatever those words you want to call him. But it's like, you literally line them up and he wrestles them. And it's really good every single time. It's been like, I I want freelance to release a list like that, where it's just like all the names. You know what I'm saying? Like if Brian Keith, isn't named the best independent wrestler of 2023 there's major problems out in the independent wrestling world right. no 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 disrespect to matt cardona because he he's he's the indie god he and, turns heads yeah but with all due respect to matt cardona he's not putting on the matches that brian keith is putting on with everybody and anybody Absolutely. Uh, the, the go ahead, Chris. Do you have something? Yeah. No. I, I'm like I can't. I can't think of a match that was like, oh, it was okay from from Brian Keith. Like yeah, they're all above it. It's just been and and you kind of like after so many, you're like, okay, well, here comes you know a match where he's gonna kind of take it easy. But no, like it, it's going all out every single time. It really is. The uh, how about how I was super honestly, I was and this is like I know we give Chico a lot of shit here and there, but like I was honestly so impressed with Chico and in he wrestled Brian Keith at the last uh freelance show. He wore his own serape, Chris. He wore his own <laughs> serape. Um, and I, I honestly I thought he grew up before our very eyes there. The coolest part, I'll let, obviously let you comment on that on the match, um, James. The coolest part about it was he didn't, to me, it felt like a heightened version of Chico. And like, he didn't try to be anybody else. He didn't try to be Speedball Mike Bailey. 
No. For, he didn't try to be like, okay, I need to be speedball versus Brian Keith. No. This match was Chico on his A game versus Brian Keith. He had all the Chico spots in there. He had all the like slow down and play to the crowd work, whatever you want to pantomime, whatever you want to call that. Um, I was like so impressed with his performance. So was I. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm so un- incredibly the applause. I'm so incredibly proud of Chico. Yeah. And to go from just goofy Chico as an individual and not really getting it and just everybody being supportive of him because of who he is as an individual and correct coming out of the pandemic, taking a, you know, here, here's something that's been beaten into the ground to taking a chance on yourself and leaving the comfortable waters of what he's, he had known for eight years, nine years and going, okay, well, I don't have a home anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going, I'm not at Golly anymore. I am going to venture out and see what I could do. And, you know, he stopped being a young kid and started to learn. And mm-hmm. his work now shows completely how much he has changed as a, a performer and as a, as a young adult, young man. And I couldn't be happier and prouder of him. You sound like a proud dad. That was like exactly, I think, how I kind of, at one point, at one point, I was the only one standing and clapping, but like, and like, I wasn't trying to do that as like a, hey, look at me, person in the crowd. But like, I just don't think like, probably besides the talent back there, I don't know if anyone in that, I might be like, this might be wrong to say, but like a lot of people in that crowd haven't kind of followed Chico throughout this mature maturation process mm-hmm. that that you just explained. But like we have, everyone on this podcast has followed that. So I remember just standing up and clapping and looking around and no one else kind of was, but that's just because I saw shit from Chico I had never seen in that type of match before and that type of like caliber of match. So I was like, yeah, exactly. Like it was like proud dad vibes for sure. And and they got a standing ovation, if I can remember correctly. I think so, yeah. I mean, you can't ask for anything better than that from mm-hmm. the paying audience than after your match is over to stand up and clap. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. Uh, Chico showed a lot of people that they were wrong about him. And I hope he continues to do that. And he doesn't sit on his ass and do nothing now that he got the recognition that he's getting now for being really good. I trust Chico to wrestle anybody. Yeah, after that, 100%. Yeah, stay hungry, obviously, would be the advice, probably, given. Yeah. Um, what is, what are some, I'm looking at this list here. I listed 10 takeaways from the show. Um, first of all, a couple of uh, some other funny things that happened. Uh, that 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 fathead of the woman in the afro, that was my wife. I don't know. I know who it was. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um um your your thing your um that match was crazy by the way thumbtacks everywhere there was everything yeah thumbtacks i wasn't even around ringside and i somehow yeah. still had tacks in the bottom of my shoes <laughs> got th- james got thrown out early in that match uh before it even started i think your tell damn me perch <laughs> glad he suspended damn it <laughs> tell me what your what's the end goal here with shane is it just to control and dominate like what is what do you what guys do you talk? 
like talk about? Like, what is the thing you like if you were to explain yourself, explain your actions? Like, this is why I'm doing this with Shane. Is like, what what would be the answer to that? <laughs> um, it literally started out as a way to finish off the story with Craig. Okay. It, it was okay. Well, this guy's gone. I'm still here. What the what the hell am I going to do? I don't want to just drop the angle because someone quit. Um, uh-huh. So it was like, oh, man, it'd be cool to have Shane Mercer come in. Screw it. I'll bring Shane in and we'll see where it goes. Yeah. If if the story called for, you know, for Shane to just come in, feud with Craig, do the do the the business for Craig and then gone and then I'm gone. That's fine. Okay. Like th- th- this 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 freelance being on camera and freelance was never something that I wanted to do. When we kind of stepped in to go, all right, Nick, we got you. Mm-hmm. Um, it just you know it, it just happened because Monix wanted it to happen and I fought it and fought it and fought it. And I told Monix, I'm like, I'm not going to do this if it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it made, and it made complete sense to come in with Monix. Right. And I mean, I didn't even, I didn't even make the decision to come in. It was up to, it was up to the other two that are involved in all the decision-making. And I was like, look, this is the idea. If you guys like it, awesome. If you guys absolutely hate it, and you think it's stupid you're not going to hurt my feelings i am happy doing with that what i'm doing it's enough work trust me yeah i'm not i'm not going to complain about not adding another thing to my growing list of responsibilities that i've undertaken and both of them were like no let's do it and you know as the story progressed other ideas come up and what do you think of this what do you think of this what do you think of this and it was like okay it looks like shane's going to be sticking around for a while on top of the fact that he would we had decided all right shane logically can be the guy to beat tankman at at underground so what what we're going to do in the future looks like you're going to have to keep showing up Well, oh, and you're just gonna have show. to just show up. I'm just gonna have to show. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Um, okay. Um, Storm. Grayson. I saw this list. I saw this list. You saw this list. You, you put it on Twitter. I saw the list. So please, I okay. agreed with a majority of it. Oh. Oh, um, you agree with the George? Did you agree with? Oh, yeah. Are you yep. there? Are no, you there? for a second we, okay. we we're like, oh, this is <laughs> gonna be take three. I'm just used to technical difficulties, honestly. Okay, um, the Storm Grayson, uh, I would say yes, been has been having great matches. I thought I thought he cut a promo that was like middle ground, that was on your YouTube channel. By the way, I was like. When I, I was like, there is extra promos on your freelance's YouTube channel that I have missed. And I just want to say, if you want more promos, go to freelance's YouTube channel. But um, where he's like, hey, I'm not your underdog anymore. Like, he doesn't want to be this just like, oh, we, we cheer for Storm. 
because he's your underdog, et cetera. So it was like gave him an edge. Um, like Confidence. I kind of want to. Yeah, exactly. It, like you know, it, it, he was the underdog. He was the guy that had to fight against against everything that was thrown in front of him to even get another opportunity. He won. He rid the company of the two problems that freelance was having in Robert Anthony and Frank the Clown. Mm-hmm. And every you know, everyone's still with the opponents that he's having, don't do they necessarily look at him as the guy or do they look at him as all right, here's just another guy that he needs to prove that he does he belongs and that he is the rightful champion. And we've gotten to a point where, yeah, he's not the underdog. And people need to stop seeing him as the underdog and go, okay, no, you're the guy. Who are you going to be kicking the ass of next? And if it happens to be a Paul mm-hmm. London, a Chris Bay, or a Trevor Outlaw, or a Craig Mitchell, it doesn't matter. He's still the champion. You have to beat him to become champion. So okay. as, as time progresses, as time progresses, you'll see more out of Storm. Um, okay. As far as as far as live promos, uh, our shows are two to two and a half hours long. So you've got one person now and you had two previously that all they do is talk you had me and you had frank so Mm -hmm. you you we need to be on a live microphone in order to get our our characters over and what we're going to be doing then you have trevor trevor who who if trevor's not wrestling trevor has proven that he is a person that people love to hate so if trevor's not wrestling trevor should be talking yes and i mean you saw what happened trevor talked and now perch is gone yeah okay i get your point let's talk about that but i get your point about storm so you'll see more out of storm it's a proving period it's a proving period right okay okay because i am storm 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 is just starting to finally he's always he's always incompetent in who he is as a wrestler he he's starting to become more and more confident in the speaking portion of being the champion. So it, it, on the recording and putting up on YouTube, you know, we can monitor was it good? Was it not good? Do you want to reshoot it again? Whereas if he has a live microphone, there's no retake. We're live pal. You, you, you gotta, you gotta go with what you're saying. And he's becoming more and more confident uh, speaking in we just got to get him to the point where if we go, okay, you have a live promo and he goes, okay, what do you need me to say? As opposed to, oh, well, you know, uh, is there any way that we can, no, you need, he, as champion, you need, you are the face of the company. You need to speak to the people, whether okay. it's, it's telling the people that you're not the underdog or telling the people that they're, they're, their confidence in you builds your confidence up and you're going to, defend them to the day that you can't defend them anymore some whatever it is maybe so yeah. it's just it's a wait and see thing I, okay that's right. that's that's good i like that and i like i do i do like the slow burn of like backstage promos first because like i said i like that and then that evolving into live promos so that's cool um yeah i want to i want to start chris can you can you plug in the hashtag re hashtag reinstate perch into the into the little pop-ups that you do hashtag I mean, perch, I mean, he's we can definitely do that but on the queue i have be like perch be like perch who is a good human 
and deserves exactly. his job back. Deserves Birch his is job a great back. human being. Terrible referee. Great human being. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So how did it? What? Did, how did that paperwork even come about? Trevor has some kind of paperwork that he, he served to Perch, That's, and yeah, apparently he, he served him Perch. with uh, with papers, and until. That's all taken care of. Perch is suspended. So good. Where Perch talks me out of ringside. I don't get. Is your signature on those papers? Like I don't get I, where no, he got those. I, from. I that that is a Matt Nix needs to handle his business. <laughs> oh, 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 is it going to put on Nix now? Okay. For hey, Nix is the owner. He's the owner. He's got to handle all the day to day operations, right? Whether it be behind the camera or on the camera, he's the one that handles all the day to day. Yeah, right? but who's he's been the, running the show though? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> now you're not, so you're not going to take any credit for all the good stuff that we've been talking about. Birch deserved everything he got. <laughs> I don't think that's true. Hey, just wait and see. Man, you, you, I, I am not going to spoil any story for you. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you where it's going. I'm not, I can't. I, mean, I know. It's ner- It's nervous, excited energy. That's what you're getting. I just, I, I, I can't, I can't. <laughs> I can't spill the beans on what's going to happen next. That's fair. Um, yeah. And then I think the first person, and we can talk about anyone else, any questions that Chris has, because I know he's been living under a rock. This is a joke. Um, but no, he has three kids. Father of three. Father of three. Cut him some slack. Um, Please. He, uh, Coda Hernandez, let's just, let's just say that side profile is banging. He lost weight. Did he not? Yes. Coda Hernandez? Oh, Coda Hernandez has lost weight. He's dedicated to what he's doing. He is a sponge. He's learning. He's sucking everything in up and applying it to his craft. <laughs> doing so, a lot of sucking. Not that way. <laughs> he the, Go the back match... under your rock, okay? <laughs> the match with Brian Keith at um, uh, Ring of rage freelance ring of yes. rage yes i yes. have that right where um Coder Hernandez lost half a tooth he lost his tooth chris i didn't even tell you oh, this wow. yet no. i've been telling chris story he lost his tooth he came like that has that match had a huge big fight feel he came out jacked up so much adrenaline i had so much adrenaline he gave me a high five because like where i was standing that night i was standing like very close to the ring at emporium it was the hardest high five I've ever received in my entire life. I was your hand got chopped. My, my hand was ringing after that, and then like he did his entrance. But yes, lost a tooth during that. Um, electric, just an electric factory. That match. Another another guy that earned earned that right with his performance and his time that he puts into the gym and the time he puts into it the shows. ring. And Coda's definitely been probably, I'd say so far, he's the most improved of 2023. Yeah. I agree. I just took a sip. Sorry. Um, no, absolutely. How unprofessional of you. God. <laughs> and then uh, two juice returns for the main event. Let's not forget about that. Oh, yeah. That guy. That guy was not happy that he was the referee for the main event, even though it was his birthday, and that's the reason why he was the referee for the main event. Um, he was not happy with us. He's like, really? Why? Why do you got me doing the main event? Oh, well, it's your birthday, man, and it's the only match that really made sense to make you the referee for. He's like, 
but they're going to make me do so much. I'm like, so? <laughs> like, welcome back. <laughs> he doesn't have his legs under. You got to get his legs back. You gotta get well, his, then uh... he needs to start hitting the treadmill to get his legs back. I don't know what to tell uh... you. Oh man! Because Danger. he needs to get his if he needs to get his legs back once a month isn't going to get them legs back. We need we need to get two juice back into into regular season form. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, I mean, we, we we miss a good old uh, two juice and and James Banter show. So <laughs> you know, I know we haven't. In fairness, I don't want to say like we don't. It's no, literally, no offense to two juice that like. We love the, the, no, it's not. We love oh. the two juice and James banter. Um, but I think the, it was so good in person, it was better in person. <laughs> and I think the the episodes can just you guys have so many, so honestly, so many good things to say, and you guys play off of each other. I think the episodes were getting a little long. I just think it's just easier with James, you go straight to the source. But we love two juice, we want to have two juice back on. We're glad he's back in the ring. That's I'll awesome. hang out with two juice at the bar any day. No, don't do that. Keep two juice Apple, out. I haven't, I've, I haven't been to Applebee's in a long time, so it might be just. I it was, oh, it's Apple. Oh, it's Applebee's. Oh fuck, I said Chili's. The Dollaritas, okay. dude. Dollaritas, dude. <laughs> two, two, two yeah. Dollaritas. Two. Well, okay. Anything else that I missed? Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, what's next for freelance? What are we looking forward to? Oh like, man, what's uh, in the horizon? Uh, man. The end of the year, the, just the next four or five months, or we we've been putting them together. We we have our our game plan for all the major important stuff all together. Okay. Um, looking forward to the Emporium show. You know, with AEW being in town, it's it's a whole bunch of different eyes that we hope that are mm. going to come out and it, it like what we do. And you know, how often do you get an opportunity to? perform in front of an international audience on an independent level outside of WrestleMania weekend, which even then, it, it, if you're not part of the collective, if you're not GCW branded, uh, who from the independent scene really gets to do that. So we have that awesome opportunity to do the Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, we're not in Hoffman Estates with GCW, but we still feel like we're a big part of that with them. Um, with the working relationship that we do have with game changer wrestling. So we've announced the first two matches for Emporium storm Grayson versus Steph Delander for the yeah. world title. And then we that. just announced, we announced today, Brian Keith defending against Jordan Oliver. So two big Oof. matches right there. Um, yeah. still have another big title match to, to announce. Uh, and then some debuts, some returns, so just keep watching for all of that. Uh, and then September, October, November, December. Uh, November will be another Emporium date. And then September, October, and December, we'll let everybody know exactly where we're going to be uh, once we sort out what's going on. Cool. I want to give to so it. much away. I want to give so much <laughs> away, but I can't. I want you to. I feel like there's – it's been like – it's been – it's been really cool to see other people take the spotlight, I think. Plus, you still have, like, Brian Keith doing his thing. But I feel like people have really stepped up for the freelance brand this summer. Because, I, like I said, it's been a weird – you've been a little, like, displaced. And, like, it's – I wouldn't say weird, but it's just, like, it feels a little different than the LSA.
but the shows are still really fun. Like the shows are still like uh, Emporium. They're shows still freelance shows. Like, they're still they're freelance. freelance. Shows. Yeah. yeah, they're still freelance shows, and yeah. we, you know, we someone I can't remember who it was just was talking to me about how our product doesn't get stale. And I was like, okay. I'm like, thank you, but how? How so? Oh, you know, you're always bringing in different guys. It's not the same guys that are on every show. It's not the same. And when I say guys, I mean everybody. Um, it's not the same talent. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll use talent instead mm-hmm. of guys. Uh, you're, you're using different talent in different ways than everyone else does. You're not. It's not the same show over and over and over again. You're. You're giving. You have a mixture of everything. Well, that's what we aim to do. We aim to be different. We aim Mm -hmm. to be different, especially with, you know, give them their flowers, of course. AAW. AAW is currently the longest running independent wrestling company in the Chicagoland area. Yeah. They have a built in rep for the last, what is it, 20 years? Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're just trying to get that rep on our, on a different level than what AEW has. So, you know, it no longer, we're no longer really compared to them, which is, I think, an awesome feat that it's not, That's everyone's not going, everyone's point. not going, oh man, you know, AEW and freelance, AEW and, you know, they're competing. We're not competing. We've never said we were competing with AEW and AEW never said that they were competing with us. And now instead of saying, either or it's both so i i think do you get what i'm saying by that by it's both yeah no there's no there's no clear cut like ranking is it it's, two spotlights they have completely we, yes, different two, two spotlights. yes yes that's exactly what mm-hmm. i'm trying to say yeah it, it everyone's forging their own path now so i it, it's awesome i i've had for the last three years i've been having the time of my life putting this all together and trying to give everybody something that they want to see as well as present something new and something different than what you normally get. Yeah, no, hundred percent different. Yes. Um, I haven't seen fans bring the weapons match in a long time. I appreciated the, the, the insanity of that. Plus you had other different types of matches on the show. Um, you want to be different and bring back that cage. What cage? I don't know what you're talking about. What cage? There's no cage. Brian no cage. Brian cage. Brian cage. Okay. No, thank you. That, that's a warrior wrestling thing. Warrior wrestling and Brian Cage, they have a good relationship. They, that that can stay with warrior wrestling. No, you make a good point though, because you guys are very different. Um, and almost like it's almost like the, the LSA not being available has kind of like there's enough people in the city and city plus suburbs to go to a wrestling show on the north side, a wrestling show on the south side, both wrestling shows. There's there's enough, and I feel like you guys have really thrived doing your own thing, both of you. So. Right, right. And I mean, and for underground, we're trying to get back into the city still. You know, okay. our, our greatest <clears throat> for underground, our greatest success was the south side at Bayard Brow yeah. for sure, and mm. we're still trying to get back into the city, uh, working with a, a couple. A couple things right now just trying to make things happen so cool no we wish you the best i know um i know that uh you know uh, freelance is in my future chris <laughs> we will keep supporting 
<laughs> in different ways. We give our time. We give. Our Why time. aren't you watching the stream at least? Father of three, dude. Father of three. It, it, it's not the by same. The time, like I, I, I'll have on. it on the background. I'll have it in the background, but it's not the same. I, I'm, I'm missing that, that, that freelance atmosphere, man. Like I gotta get back there. So I'll, I'll be there for sure. I'm just glad the heat's off me, man. It took, it took a <laughs> while, but. You know, James, James scanning the crowd, James Russo scanning the crowd, seeing me a couple times, and then it's all it takes, and the, the switch flips, and now the heat's on Chris from <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I in, in all fairness, the, the last uh, show I, I went to was uh, a Thunderbolts. Um, I took my son with him. It was his first wrestling show. That is cool. We stuck around for a little bit. Uh, he had a blast, though. Um, so it, it was good. I mean, but now Chris needs, needs to... The you know freelance over twenty one show, so I'll, I'll I'll be there. I'll make you it. Well, it'll happen. I gotta speak it into the universe, right? Manifest. <laughs> Put it out there and see what happens. Yeah. Manifest. <laughs> Absolutely. Great. All right, James. Thank you for joining us. Oh, I mean, it's never what? a problem. Oh, never a problem. I, mean, I, gotta... I love I, I love talking to you guys. It's all, all joking aside. Love talking to you guys. Um, thank it's you. always. It's always fun. Miss the banner with two juice, but it's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll do <laughs> we'll do some of that in the future. Honestly, the, uh, the problem is I'm not like I I'm not like like that anymore. Where I say something that's gonna piss him off <laughs> because I I try to be more professional instead of shoot from the hip now. And I try to use my words wisely as opposed to just speaking what the first thing that comes to my mind is. You're doing so it might be boring. It 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 might be boring now with the two of us. I might just sit here and go, Yep, what he said. No, Anna James, you've been you've been uh, He he will know what you mean and he's able to read between the lines. So he knows where you're going. And and that's always a fun ride. So there was a there was an old audiogram really quickly I saw. First of all, we appreciate you as your flexibility as well, James, and your time and your insight and you. Uh, but there was an old audiogram I saw where you two were arguing over who is the Sean and who is the Marty, and it was pretty vicious. You were you were kind of you're given to juice the business on this audiogram. If, so you've been if, a Boy Scout lately, honestly. If if anyone if anyone thinks twice about how things are now. I'm the Sean, and he's definitely the Marty. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I say that with nothing but love and respect, Caleb, if you listen. So <clears throat> I am definitely the Sean. He is definitely the Marty at this point. Okay. But you bet you well, have how been. How the tables have turned, I guess. <laughs> yes, you have been. And they have because Charlie's <laughs> now Sean and you're Marty. Wow. <laughs> Hey, give me some, dude. Yeah, yeah, there we go. There we go. Oh, where, where's my camera? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> All right, take us home. Right. Uh, take us home, Janetti. Well, we first have to give the floor to James here. Uh, oh, yeah. Just well, freelance I handles. Don't make me. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> Freelance.com still is free, Freelance wrestling wrestling com? Com still exists. That's where you could get your tickets. The ticket link is at the top. Um, and then it's Freelance Wrestling on Instagram, Freelance Wrestling on Facebook. Freelance wrestling on YouTube and freelance rest W R E S on uh, whatever the hell the, that app is called now. X is that what it's called? I mean, I still could go to twitter.com and it leads me there, but X. X is the exhibit. <clears throat> well, 
there you go. There you have it. Make sure you follow Freelance and keep up with all of what they're doing. Um, as far as Two Heels in a Face goes, it's twoheelsinaface.com, number twoheelsinaface.com. And all social channels, same thing, Two Heels in a Face. Number two, Heels in a Face, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And, you know, make sure you hit that, uh, you know, star rating on Spotify. If you're listening to this on audio form, hey, James. that's it, you know. You can do the five star. You can do the two star. Just you know, give it a star. Um, outside of that, make sure you hashtag Bivo Chico, and that is it for all of us. Yeah, and hashtag uh, reinstate perch or bring back perch, please. There you go, bring back perch. Hashtag bring back perch. Thanks. All right, thank y'all. <laughs>